welcome this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Chris Anaskovic, who is the chairman of the town council for the town of Clinton. Mr. Chairman, welcome. Thank you, Peter. Hi, buddy. How are you? How are you? Good. Good. How are you? Doing good. What's new? It's been a while. It has been a while. I mean, but every time we seem to talk about the same stuff, so I know. We'll, we'll start with something different this time. We won't talk about COVID. We'll talk about something different first. All right. First. Where do you want to start? Um, well, I guess everything that, I guess the, the big thing going around now, obviously, is the ARPA funding that, uh, that all the towns in, uh, in the state have gotten from the federal government. Okay. So, like everybody else, we've been going through um, some workshops, we've been going through some public hearings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the original council, we have three new members on the town council. So prior to the new members, uh, the previous town council had met a couple times and done some workshops on the ARPA funding. Okay. Uh, met with the Carl Kilduff, our town manager. Absolutely. Um, who's done a tremendous job oh, yeah. going through all this and doing all the, the background work so that he's working with everybody in town, department heads, uh, the nonprofits, the groups in town that are interested in getting some funding uh, through the ARPA. And um, we've had workshops on that. Uh, we finalized the number. Wow. So up front, we are at right now 2.3 of our 3.8. Okay. Um, Carl wanted to set it up so that we weren't using all of our funds up front, okay. so that if there were other things that came about as we move forward, we had that available to us. Gotcha. Which is a good idea. So yeah. 2.3 allocated now. We had the public hearing a couple weeks ago. Um, Carl did a great presentation for everybody that was there, okay. which uh, seemed to alleviate a lot of the questions. So people, it, it's very uh, straightforward as far as what it can and can't be used for. So the thing um, and the ability that the town manager had is the ability to let everybody know what these funds can and cannot be used for. What can and they can't be used for? And it's, it's we don't have enough time. No, no, oh no, <laughs> so, um, that's another show. That is a show. So there's a <laughs> lot of different sections of it, obviously COVID related, economic impact, um, you know, rent, mortgage, people losing their jobs, um, mental health issues. So there's a lot of different uh, sub uh, categories that, that it has to fit in order to be used. Okay. So what happens is um, the people that came forward, he brought us the budget or he gave us the, you know, the breakout of the funding and told yep. us that these would be items that would be eligible. Uh, council members did have some other things that they wanted to bring forward. And some of that stuff really wasn't eligible that Carl felt wasn't eligible. Okay. Um, but the biggest thing is, is that if we use the money for something that we feel is eligible, mm-hmm. but then uh, the Treasury Department says it's not eligible, eh. uh, we pay back. So the towns are on the hook to pay oh, that money back. Oh boy. Okay. So we need to make sure that what this money is being allocated for is, is what is, you're using is eligible for. for. Yes. Gotcha. And that's a whole different. It's not an easy process. Um, so obviously once we go through this process of the public hearing, the next thing is the town meeting. Right. So in the town of Clinton, we would have to ta- have a town meeting for the citizens and the people of Clinton to approve the allocation of these funds. Okay. Um, when that happens, then obviously we can move forward. Okay. One of the other things per our charter mm-hmm. is that any monies over $300,000 uh, would have to go through a referendum. Ah. So if there's anything through the ARPA funding where we're going to give one particular group or organization um, over $300,000, that would also have to go to a referendum. Oh boy. Yeah. So <laughs> you kind of have to work all through all that to make sure that we're not there. Yeah. And there's certain ways that you can do it um, by breaking out a certain number and putting it into, you know, uh, separate categories. Okay. Which would alleviate having to go to the referendum. Um, again, that would just delay the process. Yeah. But, you know, the monies, once you get them, once you spend them, once they're given out and once they're allocated, you know, then the real work starts because you have to make sure that they're using the money specifically for what they were 
you know, allocated to use right. the funds for. Absolutely. And again, same issue. Town's on the hook. If the money isn't used for that stuff, then, you know, they're going to be coming and knocking on our door. Mm. We don't want anybody knocking on our door. Yeah, no, no. saying, um... <laughs> yeah, payback. Yeah, exactly. So not good. No. So, um, so that's the first round of funding that we'll do. Right. Uh, we have to spend all the money by 2026. If you don't all spend right. all the money by then, then you have to pay the money back. So, you know, we'll allocate the money. And, and so there's a difference between allocation and then actually using the funds. So we'll make sure that we allocate it by, I think it's 2024. And then the funds have to be used by 2026. What's the difference? The allocation is just saying this group and this, um, you know, organization is going to get the money gotcha. available to them to use. The use of the funds means you have to actually physically use that money. Ah. Go out and spend it. Right. But for the right things. <laughs> right. So that's, uh, it's hard. It right. is definitely a, a process. Um, when we had our public hearing, the night before our public hearing, Carl, the town manager, had yep. just gotten the uh, last War and Peace Bible of the final um, guidelines for the use of the funds. Because right. we had a preliminary use. That's what we had talked about and met on. Mm -hmm. So now the final um, you know, uh, determination has come forth, and he has to go through all of that to make sure what we allocated before is still usable through the final. So oh, wow. it's a good thing we have a town manager. Yeah, no kidding. Right. It's, I mean, it's a lot of work. No kidding. So, you know, you just have to make sure you're, you know, you're playing by the rules, you're doing the right thing, and, you know, making sure you're staying on top of it once that money gets, uh, gets sent out to these organization, organizations that they're using it for the proper thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And how is said town manager? Is he good? Is he doing, good? I, I, yeah, I think he's doing a great job. Absolutely. I think we've, uh, you know, we, we've, you know, once we moved over to the town manager form of government, I think there was a learning curve that still kind of seems to be happening. Not yeah. sure why, but, you know, people are still getting used to it. Um, you know, he's not the face of the town. He's no. the individual that is making sure the town moves in the direction that the town council is, you know, uh, wants to make sure we move. So everything on that end is working well. His contract will come up at the end of this year. Okay. Um, so we will, obviously, I will be in discussion with him probably middle of the year to conf confirm whether or not he would like to stay on, and then uh, we'll take it from there. So hoping that he'll stay on and we can get him to another contract. So the face of the town, obviously that would be you. Lucky me. Oh boy. <laughs> right? Oh boy. Well, it depends who you ask that. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, you know, per the charter, it's the uh, ceremonial, ceremonial head of the town. Yep. So that's it. So basically, you know, the functions that exist in town, the parades, stuff like that, then obviously I'm, you know, available to do that. Absolutely. Uh, and I run the meetings. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I do. Absolutely. Um, so everything is, seems, to be, seems to be working well. So council's good. Council's good. We had to obviously I just got reelected to another two year term as town council chairman. Um, every two years that gets um, yep. put up for reelection. Mm -hmm. So that happened again this term. Right. So but everything's good. We got three new members um, all looking forward to working hard. Um, looks like we're you know, we're, we're definitely a group that can continue to work together uh, to make sure that we're doing uh, what's in the best interest of the town. Absolutely. So and th things are by the way. Big Y, beautiful. Isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah, I was, I was so, up there. Yes. Was Indian up. River is coming along great. So yeah. Big Y is uh, up and running. Yep. Starbucks will be up and running. We're hoping probably the first quarter, hopefully of 2022 for that as well. Okay. Um, Madison Furniture Barn yes. is a confirmed tenant in the other building that's going up now. Yep. Uh, they're taking the majority of that uh, uh, that building. That's, I think 17,000 square foot uh, building that they're putting like up that. and they're taking 14. Something like that. So yes, that is uh, that's great. So we have that. Uh, he's continuing continuing to work with uh, with other you know companies to see what we can uh, bring in, you know, hoping to get some you know eateries in there. Uh, but again, 
due to COVID, that seems to be another issue. But uh, he's working hard to get some more tenants in there. But uh, doing a great job working in conjunction with the town. Good um, developer, nice guy. Developer, yes, they're doing great. Greylock Properties is doing a wonderful job, as you can tell. I mean, Yellow, yeah. Um, so I think once that property's fully developed, it'll be uh, it'll be a great place. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's probably going to take a couple of years to get everything. Yeah, done. by the time it's all done, I mean, you know, the phase one has been the big why. Um, yep. The first uh, pads that are out front, and then the uh, hotel is still on the um, second phase. So still working for that. There was one in place prior to COVID. Once COVID hit, that kind of took a turn. So uh, I guess he's looking forward to seeing what else he can, you know, get on that end as well. Speaking of COVID, is the town council, are you guys meeting in person or are you guys doing? We are meeting thing? in person. Yeah, excellent. Yes, luckily. <laughs> so we meet in the uh, green room where there's enough <laughs> space for us to be socially distant. Yeah. Um, you know, and then if anybody comes to the meetings, it's, uh, it's, it's good there too. So, um, you know, we're doing our annual uh, town meeting, which will be d January 31st. That's going to be virtual. Okay. Because uh, probably be, there, there will be more people because all department heads are, are part of that meeting. So that one will go virtual, oh, yeah. but uh, in person for meetings because it's just it was hard and it still is hard. You know, yeah. Zoom meeting to get work done and the communication of it all. So um, that's just it's it's a real difficult way to go about it. So I think everybody's happy that we are back in uh, in person. And, uh, you know, again, like, like I said, it's it's working well. I think this new form of government is, is great for our town. I think it'll benefit our town long term. I think people need to understand that, you know, um, you know, what the town manager does is in the best interest of the town as well. Mm -hmm. You know, coming into budget season, this ARPA funding. I mean, those are things that, you know, a full time town manager makes things a lot easier. Right. Because, um, you know, been involved, knows what he's doing budget related. You know, the ARPA funding is completely new to everybody. Um, but, you know, thankfully he's here and he's helping us work, uh, work through it. What else? What else we got? What else we got? Do we got the hopefully the final opening of the train station? Everybody knows, obviously, that's yeah, that's going right. through. That's so right. we have that uh, again. First quarter of 2022 okay. is the target date for that. Uh, we still have our steep grant that we received uh, from the state to do the facade improvements on downtown, mm -hmm. what we consider downtown. Um, so that's still in process and working through um, getting some of the property owners to submit some applications for that funding. So that's for facade improvements to the uh, fronts of the building, trying to get more conformity down in that area yep. where Grand Eats and Shore Appliance and, and those stores are. So hopefully that will come through and people will continue to, to work to get that done. So that's on the board. Uh, a lot of new development going okay. in town. We've got you know, apartment buildings towards the West End, 5759 West Main is uh, a new building that's up with yep. apartments. A little bit down further is the Milano building, so that's up and ready to go too. That's a beautiful building. It is a he did a great job in memory of John Milano. Yes. Um, so, um, but again, that's you know you see that as you're as you're driving around town, it's just you know you can see the development that's going on. So I we're actually get my hair cut in that building. There you go. See, now you know. I was there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. The building was absolutely beautiful. It's beautiful. And beautiful. there's you know and there's other other structures uh, you know apartments, um, yep. condos that are going down across. Further down across from Citizens Bank, where the old corn crib was. Yes. Um, so that's been approved. That would probably start sometime soon. You see the wood that's uh, being dropped off over there. So hopefully okay. that one will get going. So you can see a lot of that development, a lot of housing. Um, you know, so that's important, obviously, because it seems to be limited on the shoreline where people, you know, would like to move, but they can't because there's just nothing available. Exactly. The affordability of it and everything else. So um, those are some things that are going to be coming to town and. Obviously, you know, the, every time you see it, development breeds development. People see right. what's happening in town, then they wanna, they're gonna wanna come. So we're doing a great job there.
And how's the sound been doing with the COVID thing? <laughs> I think it's done great. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's uh, so when we went through, the, obviously everybody got the test kits as well, yep. as well and, and dealt with that. So um, obviously that was a little bit more difficult, obviously, when we were told we were gonna get them and then they were delayed and then we weren't gonna get them. At the end of the day, we received them sporadically. Um, our emergency director did a wonderful job um, putting everything together for you know distribution kits to the town. So we had, I guess, three distributions. Um, we had uh, two over at the Joel School that we had, um, and then we did one at Morgan. Yep. So um, they went well. They went smooth, and it was wonderful. And um, you know, and it, it's hard. People, you know, the difficulty is is that people, you know, you, you kind of have to also explain to people why the kits were were given out the way they were given out. Right. So we had to allocate kits differently than we initially wanted to. Um, the town received 20, almost over 2,700 requests, and our, our initial uh, allotment oh. was about 1,700. So oh, wow. well in excess of what we were gonna get. Yeah. And so it's hard because we knew more people wanted them than we were gonna be given. Mm -hmm. And then you had to, once we weren't gonna be given the full allotment, then we had to determine how they went out. Yeah. And so yeah. that, doesn't always sit well with everybody, but no. I think we did uh, we did the best we could. Maybe. So, you know, symptomatic people, people who were in close contact were the people that received them first. Um, and, you know, and, and we know it's a moving target, so it, it's difficult. Um, you know, trying to make sure everything runs smoothly is difficult. And then not knowing, you know, when these tests were coming. Right. But I can tell you when we did get them, the next day we had the handout. Absolutely. So. Would you mind sticking around for another segment? Sure would. All right, we'll be right back. I've spent my whole life as a physician, I've seen how vaccines have saved people's lives, saved children's lives, saved the lives of the elderly. We now have that opportunity with COVID. We have a vaccine that's safe. We know this vaccine also, through the most rigorous scientific studies and trials, is effective. We have the opportunity to make a difference. But we can only make that difference if everyone gets vaccinated. Last week, Brandon met a girl on a dating app. One day after work, he finally found the courage to ask her out. No answer. He started to panic. Was he being too pushy? Maybe it was too... Hey, sorry I didn't respond. I was driving. I would love to go on a date. How does tonight sound? Brandon tried to play it cool, but inside he knew. A girl so smart, so responsible. She must be a keeper. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Chris Anaskovich, who is the chairman of the town council for the town of Clinton. Chris, welcome back. Thank you. It's a mouthful. <laughs> it, is a, it, is, it is a mouthful. <laughs> you need a shorter title, dude. Yeah, no, or my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. All right, so let's, let's, let's talk about budgets. Ooh, do we have to? Sure. Okay, yeah, <laughs> budget season. So it's in, uh, it's in full swing, so Carl, the town manager is working with uh, department heads now going through kind of preliminary stages on budgets, okay. uh, what things will look like. Um, Board of Education is doing the same on their end. Uh, we will begin our budget meetings first week of February. Right. Um, so February will be our budget workshops. And so how it, it's, so we no longer have a Board of Finance. Right. So due to the change of form of government, town manager, and we have the town council, town council, basically works as the Board of Finance. So we work in conjunction with the town manager in order to do you know, the final determinations. So, so you guys set the mill rate? 
Ultimately, the town council sets yeah. the mill rate. We get direction from the town manager. Right. So the town manager will, you know, we work with him uh, through that process. Okay. So, you know, when things come in and we go through the initial workshops and we know where everybody's budgets land, then we will, the council has the ability to say what we would like to see as an increase in town. Okay. Um, you know, I can't speak for the council, obviously. I can tell you we'll probably work hard, you know, to do the best we can like we have the past two years. Um, you know, our mill rate dropped last year. First year, the town manager was here, we were flat. All right. So, you know, the improvement in the mill rate obviously was due to some of the development. The other issue that, you know, that swayed that a little bit was that it was reval. Right. So last year was reval, so there were some people didn't see really as much of a decrease as possible due to the mill rate decreasing because of the revaluations. Okay. So the good news, bad news, yep. property values went up, the mill rate went down, kind of offset it a little. Um, All right. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens again this year. I mean, it's always, it, it works well. This process, I can, I can tell you, is wonderful. You know, having the town manager, you know, doing the, the legwork and meeting with the department heads and talking to them and going, th working through their budgets prior to, mm -hmm. because he'll obviously have an understanding of where the council would like to be. Right. You know, because of the direction that we give to him and then he meets with the department heads. So the process works well. Um, so that ultimately when he comes to us, you know, with kind of, where each department is, we, we kind of kind of know, you know. Okay. So, you know, the conversations are, you know, I mean, they're, you know, they'll get heated at sometimes. But I mean, right. at the end of the day, I think we're all fighting for the same thing. Yeah. I think the first two budgets that we've had under the new form of government have worked well. I think the council members have worked well together. Um, you know, we we both have been, you know, pushing. We all have been pushing for the same thing, uh, regardless of party affiliation. Which right. you know, at the end of the day, means nothing right. as it relates to. You know, our municipal, you know, our town and, and what we're trying to do. We're trying to make sure we're putting forth a budget that can help everybody in town. I mean, people are still struggling. I mean, oh, yeah. we still see it. You know, uh, thankfully for us, we have some great, you know, organizations in town, nonprofits that help. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, when you still see the line of cars coming to get food every Wednesday, it's, Absolutely. you know, it, it touches your heart and you know it's got to, you know, you got to take that into consideration when we're going forward. So um, we're in a good place. I think the development's going to help. I think, you know, going forward, we'll see those, you know, bottom line tax uh, revenues coming to the town that will benefit us. So that's uh, something that, you know, as we go forward, uh, you know, things will continue to look better. Wow. The, the workshops, you know, we bring in each department. That's the other thing. Right. So, you know, the Board of Ed will come. They'll present their budget to us. Right. Um, budget side on the Board of Education, obviously, we really don't have much say. Statutorily, they deal with their budgets and they right. come forth with it. Uh, the town council certainly can say we would like to see you know, what number we would like to see for an increase mm -hmm. and have them work towards that. Um, again, first two budgets with them, I think have worked wonderful. Uh, town manager, again, playing a big part of that. So, um, you know, those things are, are good uh, that we have those conversations prior to it coming to us. And then we go through and the, and the workshops are beneficial to all the council members so that we know what kind of questions we want to ask, where we want to go, you know, and, and Town manager explaining to us where the mill rate will land, what we see as that impactful number to the to the people when they get that tax bill. Absolutely. All right, shameless plug. Oh no. No. What? Me shameless plug. Oh, you, you again? Okay. Me shameless plug. What? We're talking about town council and town meetings. Yes. But I understand you can actually, if you don't want to show up at the town meeting, yes, you can watch the town meeting meeting you on television. Can. Tell Valley me about Shore, it. Valley Shore, you guys do a wonderful job. Actually, it's worked well, actually. I mean, it's, and I think it's good. And I think, 
you know, the more, uh, you know, the more we get out to everybody that these meetings are available. <coughs> One of the things with our ARPA funding has been that we're going to use a little bit and, and going to use some of that and, and allocate some of that money to uh, communications, which meaning Excellent. that we can maybe do more so that we can get more videos and more, um, you know, more of the boards and commissions in town, which is important as well. Right. I mean, we're, you know, we're out there and we're being videoed, but I think some of the things where things really happen, especially planning and zoning, inland wetland, mm -hmm. you know, those kind of, you know, those meetings where people can see actually what is discussed and they can, they can find out for themselves exactly what's going on without having to say, hey, guess what, it's not Starbucks, it's McDonald's. Right. When we know it's not McDonald's, but, no. you know, unfortunately social media is good and bad. Of course. And of course, you know, somebody puts something out there that they heard, um, you know, then things turn a little sideways. So we try to get as much information out that we can so that people understand exactly what's going out, um, you know, so that they know what's going on. I think uh, as a council, we've done a great job. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a big thing for me personally going there. Absolutely. Um, that I wanted to make sure that people were made aware of what was going on in town and making sure that, you know, it's not overload, but it's enough to make sure that they understand what's happening in our town and that they have an outlet to go to if they want to get some answers. Absolutely. Well, what else is going on in town? Uh, well, let's see in town. We have, well, I mean, and again, the council's meeting, I know there's, there's always the talk of the Pearson, so that always becomes the, uh, the, big, the big topic a lot because it's the, the building that we own. It's been right. sitting there for a couple years now. Um, I can tell everybody that, you know, we are working on this project. The project is not just sitting there, you know, and nothing is happening. Right. A lot of the stuff, unfortunately, that has to happen has to happen behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. The council has met multiple times, but we've met in executive session. Right. So we cannot talk about, you know, what was discussed in those executive sessions. Exactly. I can tell you that, that the town manager has been in contact with the state because okay. a lot of these things relates to an underlying deed restriction on the building. There's about three lots of land. Mm -hmm. There's a deed restriction um, for that that building needs to be used for education or moral fortitude. Okay. What moral fortitude is, I guess, is open for discussion. Okay. Um, but again, also the Morgan Land Trust donated that building to the town. So should you know, the ultimate outcome uh, be that we're no longer going to keep the building, well then they have to be involved because there's going to probably be some monetary compensation that would go to them. Um, so two months ago maybe, we set aside a $12,000 um, amount of money for a structural integrity study to be done on the building. Okay. Because again, a lot of, there's a lot of what we should do with the building um, and not necessarily what's going to happen to the building, let's say. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that, you know, there, there's talk of a, the library moving. Well, whether that would happen or not happen, right. you know, I have had a conversation with the town manager and I, and I was really supportive of the idea of making sure that we do something so that when people make a decision on what we want to do with this building, mm -hmm. that they've had every piece of information they could get. Right. Meaning if we kept the building, this is what it would cost the town. Yeah. If we sold the building, this is what we would make. So I think it, you know, that we need to get that information to everybody in town because it will go to a public hearing. It will go to a town meeting. All those things will come into play uh, for the final decision. Town council you know, ultimately has a final decision, but there's going to be input from the public. We want to make sure that we've done this you know, uh, integrity study because if it can't, th I mean, library-wise, weight of the books, you know, the, the roof, mm -hmm. air conditioning, all these things come into play right. and people need to understand that. And it's the same as, you know, community center, senior center, um, you know, so all those things come into play and I get it. I mean, I know people are, 
you know, are interested in doing that, and you know, the council will continue to work on seeing what we can do. Uh, the other thing is, is our, you know, we had a fire uh, department facility study, um, wow. so we might be at the end of life for that particular building. Uh -huh. um, you know, just because of the, you know, the apparatus and, and the size, you know, right. and the, you know, how big these units are, can it still fit there? That's near a floodplain. Is it, you know, yeah. does it make sense to keep it there? Because, you know, during a flood, what's gonna happen if they have to move out of the building where they're supposed to be? So, and it's happened. It has happened in the past where, you know, the fire departments had to relocate out of that building and go someplace else right. during a storm. So, uh, that facility uh, study is done. They, it was presented to the previous council. Um, I've asked town manager to see if it could be presented to the new council so okay. that the new members are up and running on what's going on. Okay. Um, and essentially what it is is whether or not the town can find a location to move it. Right. So we're hoping something may come about, but that's, you know, then th th those are long-term discussions that, right. you know, that has to come into play. Absolutely. You know, at the end of the day, we have a Pearson building, we have the fire department. You know, th th does the fire department make more sense if we're able to relocate that to be our community center, senior center, whatever, you know, we can make it. I don't know, right. you know, but those are, I think, discussions that, you know, need to be had, you know, and I know people, unfortunately, we're in the now, you know, world, so we want it now. I don't want it down the road. No. You know, but the, the tough part is, is that it has to be a plan, you know, and there's got to be a plan that we can, you know, put into place, and the plan would be then, you know, what the, you know, and again, ultimately re relates to the budget. How much is it going to cost to do all this stuff? Right. Because, yes, we may want something to happen, but if it's going to have a negative impact on the budget, where now we're telling people your taxes are going up another 3%. Right. How yeah. is that going to pass? Yeah. You know, how are people going to feel about that, especially in these times? So it's a lot. It's a lot, it's a lot of discussions. It's, you know, timing. It's going to take a lot of time to get it done, and, and I understand and I feel for people because they're, they're always asking, you know, what's going to happen with Pearson? And right now it's just a, you know, there was a, a charrette that happened a couple of years ago. And unfortunately, I think that was just put out there too soon because people didn't have the idea that they thought this was ready to go. Exactly. Not ready to go. No. <laughs> Chris Anaskovich, we're out of time. Excellent. Thank you, Peter, for having me. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> I'd be having Chris Anaskovich on Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night. We'll see you next time.